Hey guys, Matteo Lane here. And Emma Wilman, and, and we are at sea. And this is Inside the Closet, and today we talk about P-Town boxing, Mike Tyson, and food. Yes, and the type of show we should do. If there's a type of show for TV you think Matteo and I should yeah, what, create. Let us know. Let us know. Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. I can't wait to get off this boat. Mateo and I are in the bottom of the boat now. Literally the bottom of the boat. I, look. We couldn't find a quiet place to record, so we're in the bottom of the boat. There's no, the, it's one of these things where it's like, I, I think being a New Yorker, it's always about escape. There's no escape. Right. There's no escape on this boat. Except I actually feel kind of escaped from everything because no one can really reach me. Which at first was making me panic, but then it's become kind of nice. Relaxing. Yeah, I, I've had a, an amazing time on this ship, but the, today, the last day, it's just, I want out. Right. I don't care about the parties, the food, I want out. It's because also we've been at sea, right. and you've been with someone the whole time, right. time well, that, too. Well, that part has been the good, the saving grace. Actually, um, I had the best day ever yesterday. Let's we went to it. P-Town, and... Um, and I Mateo got naked. For like a second, but we had the, so we had two shows. In, I I had one show in P Town, and you and I both did. Uh, we each had a show Pilgrim on the boat. House. Yeah. Um, no, but and and P Town. Oh yeah. And they were a great audience. Mm-hmm. They were awesome. And no, but yesterday I had the best day. I've got, my instinct is naturally to complain. First, actually, let's complain because it'll be fun. Oh, you want to complain first? I, I want to complain. All right, what do you want to complain about? I, okay, so for I look, <laughs> I I think the only people who who this is going to sound really insulting. Yeah. The only people who notice the food is bad are Italians and people of color. Oh, I didn't notice it was bad, and I'm not Italian or of color, so right. yeah. I can't. There's so many people like this food is fabulous. I'm like it tastes the same. But you know what it is for a buffet? It's really good. You say buffet? Whatever the fuck it is. The is thing that where how you say it? No, I know I say it wrong. Every time I say it, people go, why do you say it like that? I don't buffet. know. What a, you're right. That's well, what some people can say buffet. No, no one says buffet. I say, every time I say it, people go, why do you say it like that? And I go, I don't know. I had a fucked up childhood. Maybe I don't know what to say. French? No, no, no. I just say it wrong. I know I just say it. Because every time I say it, people go, why do you say it like that? But the... I also... The thing that's tough for me about it is when there's all this food out, even if you don't eat tons and tons and tons, if you still eat more than you normally do, you feel, you're like, oh, I didn't eat everything. Well, no one could eat everything. First of all, they have some type of technology where they've managed to take the taste out of things that already naturally have taste and flavor in them. It's like, how did you make an avocado bad? Nature itself grew it. What did you do to make it bad? How did you make a mango taste like the eggs? They had to get it in bulk and then keep it in the same place as the eggs for like years and years. And that's it. And also eggs. Like, it's in the shell. The chicken made it. It's in the shell. What did you do to that goddamn chicken? What did you do to the egg? Once it goes in the frying pan, how did you get rid of that flavor? Because you usually eat... So the first day, first few days, I tried to eat what Mateo was eating, and I did it. I oh, I gave up on that day three. What are we, day 27 now? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> castaway. My best friend has a fucking volleyball. I had, it was chicken, rice, and vegetables, and I did that, and then I freaked out and ate a bunch of cookies. Well, I had been eating ice cream every single day. Oof. Every day. Wow. I have diabetes. You're living your best life then. I, I, the thing is, like, we, we, okay, so we went to a restaurant last night because it's like the buffet, 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 yeah, buffet. There's this great restaurant for free. We didn't know about. Oh, well, it was a good, the last night was a good experience. We sat down with some friends, from friends of Patty's actually, and um, we uh, we had a great dinner and they were great conversationalists. Yep. And then I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know this magical restaurant existed. It's great. I'm going to come here for brunch. 
What happened so, at brunch? So, the guy yesterday said it opens up at, I think he said it goes till 10. So, I was like, great. So, I woke up at 9, and me and my man went down and got coffee and, like, walked up and it was closed. And we're like, oh, what time did it close? And we went to the restaurant next door, and they were like, it closes at nine. I'm like, what? Son of a Fucking bitch. restaurant closed at nine. He's like, well, the brunch will open up at ten. I was like, oh, great, we've got twenty minutes. Ten o'clock comes. Nope, not opening. Nope, not opening. Ten, ten fifteen, ten twenty. So now we're asking people, like, when does this open up? Ten thirty. We're like, okay, ten thirty. So we're waiting ten thirty. It's like these giant doors, too, like the Wizard of Oz. Didn't open up, didn't open up. Then finally someone's like, 11 o'clock. So we stood there for an hour and a half. That seems weird. That I would think it would be all in the same time. Oh, you would think that anyone would know. And then they open up the door, and there's literally 70 waiters waiting in a row. Like, I just ran a marathon, and they're congratulating me. I didn't understand what they were standing there for. And they all started clapping, and we were all like... No, they didn't okay, start yes, clapping. They, Why did they have I this? I don't know. That's how they welcome brunch. Are you serious? So I don't, it was so bizarre. I was like, I, I was looking for, like, like, a mark on everyone's neck to see if they were, like, being, like, hypnotized. So then we sit down, and we order what we thought was brunch. It were was you just the- from the cafeteria. Was it you too? They was just it just went, the two no, of you? No, it was six of us. Huh. They ran upstairs, took the food from the cafeteria, brought it down. I waited an hour Oh, they're doing a, a hustle. To have the same fucking bullshit from upstairs. I, had, I was furious. When you were in college, was there a cafeteria in college? I went to SAIC, so we were downtown Chicago. So I, okay. it, my food was, the down, was downtown. Because I didn't I would, have a normal college experience. This Mine was in downtown Boston, but we go get to eat. At the ca- you got like stipend, you got like oh, we did have a cafeteria in the Columbus building called Sunny's Cafe. It was a, a Filipino family who had this cafe. It was just a cafe, just a cafe. Because we had a different big cafeteria. Of- oh, we- ours fit like thirty people. This ours was big, but then you could get you could go around the you know Boston and like get deals at restaurants. But the cafe, I fucking love that cafeteria. Yeah, but I- but most people hated it. I, but I, I liked it because it was a it was a ga- it was a community gathering. The spot. second I get to New York tomorrow, I'm going to Rebalta. What are you going to eat there? Everything. I want the best food they possibly have because I want to just eat real food and real coffee. If you the, Everything besides the food on this cruise has been amazing. Yeah. It's my vacaya. I'm just like a picky Italian. Right. The food was good. Mateo's show was really good. Um, the food wasn't good. I thought the food, I thought the food was good. I the food was bad. I th- but, I'm, I, but think about what I normally eat. I Peanut butter with I my hands. No. Yeah. You know. Well, P-Town. Let's talk about P-Town. Yeah. P-Town, I, I, I mean, okay, so the last time I was in P-Town, I have memories of being in P-Town, and I actually didn't tell you this when we were in P-Town, I was saving it for the podcast. Actually, that's not true, I just am only remembering it now. Mm-hmm. But I used to go to P-Town for Women's Weekend when I was in college, and I remembered, Fragile. so, it was so ridiculous, it was just, it's like all these, it, there's, it, it, there's all these just like sporty lesbians running around, but I remember being there and uh, wasted, and me and my friends were really drunk, and we got kicked out of this party and like everyone was drunk at the party so for us to get kicked out from being you drunk you guys were fucked up we were fucking out of our minds but I remember my friend Dana was mad at her girlfriend Stephanie so I was like Stephanie come here I know how to fix this I know how to fix this so I, I'm like running down the street in P-Town which is like this like quaint little New England town and I see a flower it, what I think is a flower in my drunk head so I grab it and pick it up okay it wasn't a flower it was like a full blown plant so I'm ripping this plant out of this front lawn of the little gay man that comes out and goes stop my bushes so then I grab it and I'm like running away and there's like dirt going everywhere and then I jumped in the back of our car and hid and then I like hid the rest of the time in the back seat because I was afraid because I'd ripped up this guy's lawn oh he would have killed you he would have killed me 
I like ripped up his did road you see, and then, Did you walk by and see the house? No, no, I, 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 I hid in the back of the car and was like, and then Stephanie. No, I'm saying this time, did you walk by? No, and, like, I don't even house? remember it. I don't even remember. But then I remember. Hello, you gave me a bushel. <laughs> and then Stephanie was like, I can't give her this flower. It's like one little piece of grass connected to a bunch of dirt. To mud, to dirt. There's worms. I remember that. That was in college. And I remember being, I remember it was just after graduating and I was like, wow, I've got so much time left in my. Uh, young, I remember being like, I can, I could, sc- I could do a bunch of things, and I'd still only, and then I'll only be twenty five. I could, I remember thinking that, being like, I can really play around, and then, and That's still what be you young. Should be doing it until you're twenty. Yeah. Once you're twenty five, then you're like, no, nah, I gotta figure it out. Up yeah. until twenty five, you can neander, and then you see those like twenty seven, twenty nine year olds who are still neandering and drinking, and like. Yeah. But then if they figure it out at that age, then they can. Because my brother didn't get it together until he was like thirty two, and know. then he became a nurse. Well, that's nice. So then you got it together. That was a good story. But, like, us, I feel like... I started at 20s... Well, I, I'm a workaholic. I started at, like, 22, drawing for a TV commercials. Right. I was doing... Comedy started at 25. I, I started, and then I stopped, but I remember... I, yeah, I started pretty soon after college, and then just... But I was, like, do, I was, like, recruited. I don't know what the... I, I was getting fired from everything I was doing. I got fired from Katina Store, Blick, Michaels. Um, Why'd you get fired from Blick? Stealing. Everything's stealing. Oh. But I used to um, draw caricatures on the, on the weekend to, like, stay afloat. Totally. That's how I, like, made my money. You know who else did that? Who? Was, okay, what, um, what is the name of the guy who... Terry Crews. He drew caricatures. Car- Terry Crews... Oh no, 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 no. Terry Crews is actor, really big black guy. He was the one who called out the male agent at William Morris for groping him. He's a super famous actor. You'd know him if you he saw him. He drew caricatures? He drew characters, And he did it when he was in the NFL, like fifth round draft pick. So even if you're... They in weren't the, paying him that well? No. So if you're in the NFL, but if you're like on the outskirts, you don't get paid that well. And so he was doing that on the weekends to like support his family. And if you saw a picture of him, that motherfucker... If he, he has kids, they would have been big kids. This is yeah. a big man. Um, can I tell you about my my Vuitton day Please. yesterday? I had like an awesome. I I I am not a Fire Island fan. For those who don't know, what Fire Island is it's an island of gays, and and it just is a very like and everyone's right. like it just is it's very beautiful and, though. I don't know. I just have not I've had good times there. It's too much pressure, and I get anxious. But P-Town is more, like, relaxed, and everyone's, like, about... What's the pressure in Fire Island, you think? Look a certain way, dance a certain way, act a certain way, drugs, party, okay. blah, blah, blah. But P-Town seems like an equal part lesbian, equal part gay, which actually, I think, really chills out the vibe. Which is new, because I've been there before it was... I've been there where it was like women's weekend and then I've been there on sailor weekend so it was like all men all women maybe you just kept going on themed weekends that's what it was so this time and then times I remember I came back here once like five years ago and I and that, I remember being like oh it's it's equal mix yeah you know? I loved it it was like an mm-hmm. equal mix like lesbian mm-hmm. and gay and ages like pretty ages yeah I think that's the best part about it too is like it's a mix it's just a big mix where I think maybe Fireland like gears towards like younger, younger yeah fit drugs um but i i went yesterday and just had me my friend louise who used to be bob the drag queen's assistant he's on the boat too is he he, working on the boat nope he's just here for fun fun. oh that's so cute um and so he found a bunch of friends we were all latinos everyone was speaking spanish i mean i know i'm only a quarter mexican but they accepted me in this circle of latinos and we all rented bikes and rode our bikes all the way to the beach. And there was this part where the gays were like, if you want to go to the naked beach, you have to park your bike here and then basically like go on this like Zelda journey. Like you have to park your bike. You can't because you, you 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 park your put your bike on the fence, lock it up, and then you go. Literally, it's like it was like a journey. Feed like the wizard. Go, yeah, go through a forest, 
go through like sand, go through like it was so cool. How far of a walk was it? Thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. It was a rough walk, but it was so pretty. And it, then we got to the beach, and it was so weird because it's like once you pass, like there's like this stick in the ground, and once you pass that stick, it was like get naked. <laughs> stick. Just like a log, like a stick, and everyone's like, "Look for the stick." I mean, it really felt like Zelda. Like, fine, answer the question three. Isn't it funny how people like form these like little like cultures and things, and then pass it down, and then like those are the rules, right? And everyone like, knows. It's like that's just like that's like what is passing there down. Lies the stick, right? And you don't question it. You're like, "Who's stick? I Who's know. Who's fucking stick? The stick. There, the stick. The stick. And like, we okay. saw the stick. And we're like, the stick. We're we've made it." Imagine if you didn't see the stick, you would have been like, I never saw the fucking stick. I know, but y'all saw the stick. It goes from, everyone gets naked right. really quickly. So we found a spot and it was just fun. Everyone got naked. I kept my swimsuit on for most of the part. Okay. I was, I'm also like, was getting recognized a lot. Was anybody not, so other people were not naked. So you oh, didn't it was feel a pressure. You could, you, it was whatever you okay. want. What was so bizarre about it is like, there was this older gay guy behind us, completely naked, sitting in a lawn chair and was just chatting up with us. Like I have about, a question. Now, what does his penis do in this situation? It's just flopped to the side. Yeah, just laying there like it would, you know. It was like, yeah, just like, sort of laying. Does it, and it rests, because it rests on the balls, or the balls? Well, it depends on the, the the seating situation. So, like, if his legs are open, they're just laying down. But then if they're, if he's, like, puts his knee, like, his one, like, leg over the other leg, you can see, like, balls coming through right. everything. okay. It was really, it was quite funny. That's interesting. Yeah. Lots of different types of bodies, but it made me, it, like, the, it was kind of like when I was in art school and we started painting naked people the first day, like, oh my god, they're gonna get naked. The second they get naked, you're just concentrating right. on art. And he was talking to us about, like, P-Town and what it used to be like, and he brought up some really, it was so interesting, the whole time we're talking, we're like, oh, mm-hmm, he's butt naked, he's 70, I'm like, this looks like a Me Too waiting to happen, but, right. like, we've all come, right. on, on, are we all, it's all consensual. yeah, and this is the same accord, like, we're like, we all understand, like, what this means. Um, but he was just saying, he's like, yeah, I didn't even think about this, he's like, the reason why there was such a separation with gay men and lesbians is, like, when P-Town, back in the day, the gay men were trying to escape and have, like, their own, like, time with each other, Men were the only people at that time could own land and made oh, more money. Oh, I didn't He's know like, P-Town went that far back. Yeah. Wow. He's like, so that's why, you know, like, there were there used to be way more gay men than lesbians because men were the ones who could own land and own wow. property and buy things. And, th- and I was like, oh, I didn't even think, it didn't occur to me that, it, I was born in 86, it didn't occur to me that, like, it came into, like, a gender Right. It was because of gender. Like, oh, if you're a woman, you can't own your own property or whatever. You, I didn't if you're know not married, P- you can't own this. Right. I didn't know that P-Town even was that old. Well, I'm going to tell you. It goes back to the lesbian pilgrims from 1701. All pilgrims were probably lesbians. Yes. They took out those little outfits. Yes. Like, they're very, they're very, they're functional. Did you see... Was Lesbians all- would have been great in the pilgrim days. Oh, that would have been great. Great. Like, fucking... Gays would have been horrible. Shucking the I had to churn the what? Right. When I got on the cruise and I heard, because when you get on the cruise, it's like, you know, everyone's trying to, like, check in. And, like, even though everyone was, like, going along with what they were supposed to, I was, like, I could hear just, like, a crescendo of, like, gay boy, like gay male voices. Being, uh, yeah, yeah. Go over there. What do you mean? Uh, I went over. I'm VIP. And then, mm-hmm. like, uh, Hello. We're here to. 
I've been seeing more lesbians towards the end I know. of the cruise. I, though. I heard Where this, are they coming from? I heard this great lesbian uh, talk with the straight. There's a couple of straight couples on the boat doing what? And the, yeah, I don't know. They're just there. And this couple was talking to this lesbian. It was so cute listening to him talk because the two women were chatting about Cher, like they knew her. Huh? They're like, well, we went and saw the Cher show. Oh, I heard you. I heard about that show. <laughs> I heard it was wonderful. Yes, there were three shares, and the shares all interacted with one another. And it really made me think about it because you know it talked about Sonny. Well, Sonny Bono, we live in Palm Springs. He used to be the mayor. Well, because Cher is alive, we only really get her history of the story. That's true. I never thought of it that way. Like that's how they were talking. And then the lady was like, I saw this wonderful show. We love the homosexuals. She's like 70. She said that? Yes. We love the homosexuals. We love them so much. They're so nice. Everyone will talk to you on the boat. People on straight cruises, they don't talk to you. Right. Here, everyone talks to you. They probably don't know what to say. No, they have no idea what to say. They're just confused why the straight woman's talking at them. And the lesbian's like, this is our 17th cruise in the past 10th year, and we've had so much fun. And I I saw this man wearing a shirt that said, "My, my husband's the best husband in the world. I was wondering if they had that for the wife. That would be an adorable shirt. That was the conversation I was listening to yesterday. But it made me feel good. It was like a progressive, nice conversation. It's also, I wonder if those three people just, maybe they've got like a gay kid or like. I don't know. I really don't know what, what dawned on them to, to come on a gay well, cruise. I, one thing that I noticed was I was like seeing like older gay men. Cause on Wednesday I got off, I had lunch with my dad and it was interesting. Cause I was like, I was like, you know, I I'm seeing men that are like my gay men that are my dad's age and I don't see them like, you know, cause I, I wouldn't be able to tell a lot of them. I couldn't visually aren't visually obviously. Gay. It's like we forget people in their seventies are gay. Yeah, exactly. And then I, especially ones that don't aren't stereotypically gay. Yeah. So then it's like, Oh, you really can't tell except my stepmom was like, well, when I saw them getting off the boat, I could tell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you can't. T-. And then I like they're looked over. Heels. Right. I looked over. There was like a table of gay guys eating and they're just like so flamboyant. I'm like, okay, wait, I can tell over there. And then I looked up I'm like, and I can tell over there. I was like, but sometimes you can't tell. Well, I was yesterday when we went to dinner, I was walking to the bathroom and I came back I and mean, it was a big room and it was full. All men. Right. Not a lot of male energy, but men. Right. I mean, it, was, it, was, it was a nice vibe. Actually, what's so crazy about this cruise is because everyone just wears, you know, let your freak flag fly. Sure. So there's literally a man in his late 60s wearing a thong just walking around and I but saw But not him. graphic. It's not like... It's no, not, not like that it's like for... It's just like... An ex, you get... You understand the sense that this is because they're just comfortable. Ex- right. Because this... It, I was in... Um, like for gay pride or something when people are wearing little outfits it feels like much more like intense and sexual this is more just like Relax. I'm in a safe space to wear a thong but I saw him wearing a thong and then the next day I went up to have a cigarette which yes I had a cigarette grow up and I heard he was fully clothed having a conversation with another older much older gay man and they were t- talking about like Millennials, and they were like, "That's unfortunate." Oh, God. No, it was a very. I was very interested in the conversation. He's like, "It's very unfortunate." He's like, "I worked the one guy with a thong." Well, now he was wearing full clothes. He was like, "I when back in my day, I I got a job and got myself through college and made made something of myself." And these millennials can't. The other guy's like, "Yeah, well, you went one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt, and college is too expensive, and these poor kids, what are they supposed to do? No job. They have to find a job that pays eighty thousand dollars a year. The second they got out of college, they're already one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt were fucked and I was like it's so funny I think yesterday he was peeing next to me in a thong and right. today he's sitting there and like millennials right kids these days kids these you know, days this guy I heard this guy talking and this almost made me want to cry he was talking about how he had been married for 30 years so I just assumed to a he, woman I assumed he was going to say to a man but he's talking about how he'd been married for 30 years and yeah. he got 
separated and then he was with someone really soon after that like a week he's like i was married for 30 years and then i was with someone like a week later and then he was like and but it turned out that he was with a guy a week later so i was like oh he's in the closet repressed probably hooked up with the first guy he was with but he was like you know i i kind of regret it my my wife said i could do a lot better than the guy that i'm with because she was like you know just don't just now that you're out i'm happy for you Mm -hmm. to be live your life but don't don't go with the first guy you were with. And mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, that's so touching that someone could leave someone after 30 years and that person would still wish the best for them because it's like... Yeah. Well, you you assume that they knew. Maybe. 30 years. 30 years is a long time. I mean, that's like really... Three months for me is like... 30 years. I, I'd be like... I would be pissed. I, I mean, I guess if you can't help it, but I would be like, 30 years... My longest relationship, this is going to sound crazy, is literally with my fucking parents. Those are the people I've known the longest. Yeah, my cousins and my parents. That's it. And I was thinking I was... But that's a different type of relationship. Right. There's a difference between being brought into a situation and picking your situation. So, you know, if you're picking your situation and you pick someone and you guys are together for 30 years, that's a long time. And before you go to bed, that's who you're talking to. When you wake up, that's who you're talking to. That's like a lot of... You know, I have a question. What's the normal My amount of time? Looks awful. It doesn't look awful. It looks like you haven't washed it, so it looks textured. It looks dirty. It looks like a little oil, but it actually looks good. It makes it look like uh, not like dry. Yeah, it makes it look full. Um, I'll take it. What's the normal amount of time for someone to say "I love you"? You think? I Jane, it's different for everybody. What do you? Think I mean, it some is? people three months. Some people. I would say three months is like the average. You think? Yeah, because straight people. Because. <laughs> What do you mean? You know, just... I mean, I think they're just so annoying. Well, because... Because I was trying to think about it. In the past, I would say three months is probably my average. But I... Like, I've been wanting to, like, wait longer and longer because now I know myself. And I'll be like, okay, when I have... If I'm having good sex with someone, I'll be more likely to say, like, I love you or something. Are you thinking of saying this? I was think. I'm trying to think about it, because, like, I'll... There's a phone ringing, and it sounds like... Din, 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 oh, also, oh while my, I was on stage oh for my, my show, which oh was my, which was yeah, fucking... Which was rough. They had oh, my show the same night as the... I want to say that for Jessica. Gay leather daddy party. Okay, but they had... Katy Perry came through the microphone while I was on stage. No, I was literally in the middle of a joke, and then it was just like, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Yeah. And I was like, people usually make fun of Katy Perry for that lyric. Yeah. Because no one ever feels like a plastic bag. You might be the first person to feel like a plastic yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. And I then didn't that even lyric know what, came up on stage. I didn't even know what she said when it came through. I was like, what? And then I was like, okay, if that's not a passive-aggressive way for like gay men to be like, you're not connecting with the audience, we're just going to play Katy Perry. Boom. <laughs> Although I think somehow gays are like mad at Katy Perry for some reason. Really? I don't know. I well, can't keep up. I stick with Mariah. I was trying to think how long it is. Because norm- normally, I think with our therapist, I said it. Our therapist and I said it, and this is a little bit telling. I remember we said it when we were kind of in an argument about something. Really? Yeah. I remember we were in California. She was visiting me, and she was a little, I think she was upset about something. And then I remember lying in bed quietly, and I was like, I love you. So that wasn't, and I did love our therapist, but that wasn't. A good way for me to say that. Probably not. Because also the most romantic way you're fighting and you're I like, was trying, but I was trying to segue because it was like a constant thing about her. Yeah, it's a little bit of like I'm going to make up for this by saying we this. were arguing about an ex that I was like talking to, which I'm like, God, I wish we could have not had those arguments. The Canadian? No, about the other one that works in entertainment. Oh, yeah. She's like, why do you have to talk? I'm like, oh, this is complicated. Yeah. I, you know, we don't talk all the time. I wish you could know that it's not 
There's well, nothing he, to worry about, but I understand why you are bothered, but fuck. Kike and I said it the first week we met each other. First week? Is that the fastest you've said it? Yeah. Well, I've only said it twice. I've my said it la- quite my a few times. My first relationship, I was 21 or 22. Um, I, we, we waited maybe like two months to say it or something like that. Two and a half months. I probably wait usually two to three months, I would say. But... I, because it feels like there's like the build up to it, but I just want to be so careful with getting. I mean, the one thing I'll say that is so nice with the makeup artist is she makes my life easier. Well, that's is, a sign of a good partner. Ooh, oh my god, it's really it's like having an Italian mother. It's really yeah, it's nice. And you're doing stuff to reciprocate that. Yes, and also, I mean, it's. it's I like how, by the way, she's a professional makeup artist, and in Montreal, she was doing. Emma's makeup, and then Emma goes, please, I'll do your makeup anytime. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, I, I think. So I tried doing her makeup a little bit. What? She just got a kick. It's more of just. like a, Yeah, she got a kick out of it. Yeah. But I mean, I actually, like, I, like, did the beauty blender and stuff. But doing makeup, it's interesting. She must use brushes, though, like, when she has her. Mateo, full, like, the arsenal. Yeah. I mean, we're talking. I want to do my makeup. We're talking so much makeup that it's like, you know, it's tons of makeup. do my makeup? I bet she would do it. I'll do a drawing for her. I bet she would do it, yeah. I bet she would. And then she had all these thoughts for your hair, too, but I was like, I can't tell him this. I don't understand what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. By the way, we've been hanging out with um, a lot of the Mean Girls cast. Yes, and I've known Danny. I met Danny the first time I met Danny, who played... Who did he play in Mean Girls? Oh, I forget his name. He played the one... The gay guy. The gay guy. He played the gay guy. The openly gay guy. Yeah. But I I remember the first time I met him, I was in LA, and I've never done this before. Because you don't do this is something if you when you go to LA do not do this if you see someone don't go do we know each other don't do that because if you do that it's probably someone that you saw on like a taco commercial or like was mm-hmm. on a TV show so it's don't do that but I did that because I saw him I was walking in a door he was walking out he was talking to my mutual friend and I was like do, uh, I think we, we know each other and then they both went he's in Mean Girls and I was like oh and they were like not to be we weren't being catty it's just that if you start guessing it all and I was like I totally get it if you hadn't told me that I would have it would have been an hour of me being like did you go to school in Boston are you doing the stand-up show for Drake he's having I'm doing a stand oh you're not here that second day that's why Mm-mm. Well, him and Jonathan I, Bennett are both here. Jonathan Bennett, who's also a mean which girls. he played. I did Danny stand up show before, though. I did it in New York. Yeah, the yeah. New, yeah. So it's a bunch of mean girls. They've been so nice and so fun. The cruise itself has been fun. Everyone's been great. And it's special to see this amount of. I think it's special to see this amount of uh, gay men together. And I mean, there's it's LGBTQ, but like, sure, just it's definitely predominantly gay men. Gay. I would say, and there's yes. something nice about. It's just, it's Kristen interesting. Kristen Chenoweth performed for the first day. She yes. came out and she was like, first of all, she's, I talked to her. She's tiny. She's a foot tall. Why is she so tiny? I don't, and she's, it's like, the, you know, she's Is she 4'11", do you think? She, yeah, probably. That's fucking she's tiny. And, and it was funny, she finished singing, which, you know, gays, they could barely hold on to it, no attention span. Like, because we were outside. Like an E6, and she's just like, hmm. And then. We were outside, and they had all just gotten there, and there were drinks. 
still. I saw them so, paying attention. They're paying attention when you were on. They were no, playing- they were not. Yes, they were. No, they were not. I interrupted the barbecue. At your the show. They at your show. At my show was different than the outside show. With the outside show, they had us do a showcase, and but that I had went to go well for first. me. The outside show, I felt good about. I walked out interrupting a barbecue. They were like, "Who are you?" And Mateo what are went you first. Doing here? You did great for that. <laughs> and then I had a no good host, showcase. No with explanation that. of what was going on. My showcase did that went well, but then it did not translate into people but coming. Kristen Jenner was saying, and then she was leaving, and she was leaving. Her elevator was right by my door, so I was like five feet away from her, and I just looked at her so casually. I was fully closed, and I just went, great job, Kristen. And she goes, thank you. She was like giving me like thumbs up, and she like whisked off the boat. So she's really like that off stage. Yeah, she seems great. I love her. She's lit because I'm five three, like barely. She's smaller than you. So for she's me, than you. for me to be like, she was probably to me from where I was in my five three, she looked like she was almost a foot shorter than me. Now, when she did Wicked, I heard rumors that her and Idina Menzel hated each other. I, that may mm. just be rumors. I don't know, but I thought about that. I'm like, what would you do if you're stuck in a situation like a play? You have to do it twice a night. You hate the person. Like, what do you do? So here's what my knee-jerk reaction to that is. It's a job. You just figure out a way to make it work. They're making a lot of money. If you're making a lot of money, you figure out a way to make it work. But when you get used to something, it becomes more relative. So after a while of making all the, a lot of money, it's probably going to irritate you more and more. I don't know. I mean, that's because I always wonder about Michael Strahan and Kelly Ripa. They must have fucking hated each other. I don't think they... Oh, Because they were on a hit show. Yeah, but when he left... And then he left. So something must have been going on where they... You know, I defend her. He did do that behind her. And he did the right thing by taking a better job, but the way he did it was wrong. And then she didn't show up to work and she was mad. I get it. I get it. I'd be pissed off, too. too. I'd be like, on my own TV show, no one had the guts to tell me that this was going on. I would be really upset. And... You didn't see it coming. Because I always watch right. that in the back of taxis. I'm like, oh, that motherfucker, he is charming. All they had to say was, Kelly, this is happening. Right. I'm getting a better, I got a bigger, better thing. And the producer should have sat down. Well, I love how we're getting mad about something that happened on like 2000. I didn't know that she didn't know about that. She didn't know and she didn't show up to work for, for a few days because she was so pissed off. Yeah, no shit. I would have been pissed off too. I would have been fucking, see... So, but I wonder... Kelly Ripa's like the Kristen Chenoweth of daytime TV. Yes, that's probably what made me think of it. But they're making so uh, much money. Like, how much do you think Kristen Chenoweth made to do that performance? Three songs. On the boat? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I'm guessing 100000 No way. Come on. No way. Fifty. I bet she does. I bet she's friends with them, so she does it as... I bet she... Maybe, yeah, but even then, she's, maybe she's a very in-demand singer-actress. Like, she... I could, I don't know for for this because it's a gay thing. I don't know, but I bet for for Wicked, I bet she was making Wicked. I bet you she made a bunch of money, especially after it became a hit, right? And she did all the workshops, so she must have gotten her paws in like something, some kind of residual. I feel like if you're getting that much money for it after a while, then the co-star is going to piss you off more because you're used to get. You're, like if all of a sudden we were doing something and they were like, Mateo, you have to work with the, your least favorite person in the world, but we're giving you. $500,000, a million dollars a day. You'd be like, I don't give a shit. Oh, oh yeah. Best friends. Hello. But then after a year, all of a sudden you're used to that amount of money. Right. You're going to be less shell-shocked and you're going to be more like, why do I have to hang out with this motherfucker? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it gets more like... Why haven't we thought about doing a show together? I don't understand. I'll do a show. I mean, we do this together. But right. But like, what if we do... Do we have to become like a really big hit? 
I would like to do something I really want to do is like a morning, like some kind of morning. You love just waking up in the morning. But no, I fucking hate that's. I don't know why I say that. I think it's because I did morning radio before. What about like a late night show? That I would love too. We could do a show that we could film at 4 p.m. That'd be great. And then that it airs, airs at later. night, so we have time to do spots. That would be the well. The best is the guys who do. I like how we're not even thinking of the concept of the show. We're just thinking yeah, about the like, time. Best well, this is the time it. that works for us. And mm. I had <laughs> I had an audition for something actually where they were like, they said it was a morning thing, and then no, they said it was a night thing. But they said they like you can film it in the afternoon. I said, oh great, great, great. And then when I got the copy for I the audition, the the, oh no, it's fine. When I got the copy for the audition, it said it was actually in the morning, and I it would have been like four a.m. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, wait, I'm not going to start nitpicking about the time of the job I don't actually have. I know that, but that yeah. But I'd take it. I would do it. Well, what would our show be? Like Emma and Mateo do the news. I've been reading about the news this week. Go on, Mike Tyson. Did you hear that they found more rice cookers in New York? No. Like bombs. People trying to make bombs. Someone's doing a, a prank. A shitty, evil prank. You think so? Because did they have any bomb materials in it? I don't it? know. I've been, we've been on this fucking boat. I have no idea. The naked man told me. Really? Mm-hmm. He's like, you hear about what happened in New York? I was ah. like, no, what happened? While well, his balls are just on the ground. Right. And he's like, there's more rice cookers in the streets. I'm like, god damn it. I read, a, I saw that, uh... Mike Tyson was smoking $40,000 worth a pot a month. But then I read something... How? Why does he even have that money? Has well, He has a pot farm. But then I read that it's at Mike Tyson and Friends. And I was like, well, which one is it? Is it Mike Tyson? Or like the Super Friends? Right. Because... <laughs> what does it mean Mike Tyson and Friends? How is he still... Ha- In all of the Me Too... This guy is spending $40,000 on weed. They, but, but I think he maybe he grows that much and smokes it. But if he, if Mike Tyson, if he's doing it with friends, that's totally different. Because if I was like, oh, I ate a cake, that's different than me being like, Emma and friends ate a cake. That's to- if, if it's his friends, maybe he's got 70 friends. Well, I don't know. I think it's like the cake company. Like, does Emma make the cakes or does Emma and friends make the cakes? Exactly. Because it's him and well, he's got a... I'm confused about cake. He, All the cake on this ship sucks. It's, oh, I love the... It's just like it's sugar balls. fucking awful. Mike Tyson has a pot ranch in Vegas and he's making shit tons of money. So he's like... Can you grow pot in Vegas? Yeah. Yes, you can. This is what he invested, was he... He, he's a pot farm. He's got a high-pitched voice. He had a video game named after him. He was he bit accused of ear. rape. I think he was convicted of rape. Was it rape or was it domestic assault? Both. Really? Fuck. Son I'm of a like bitch. I'm like 99% sure. If I had internet, I'd Google it. So someone can correct me. But either way, it sounds bad. Damn it. Because I, I just, I watch all his boxing videos. And then he like bit the ear off someone and now he's like a star again. He had an incredible one-person show. I watched clips of it. What show? I love. He has his own one-person show. I love him in interviews. He. That's how he talks. <laughs> he does. He's an incredible. I always watch his boxing stuff because I'm. That's like, him, right? And yet the fucking the talent of him as a boxer. I think he was like the Whitney Houston he talent was, of boxing, right? He was, so, but I didn't know about the rape. But I don't know anything about boxing. Yeah, I think he was like even on Son TV admitting to his girlfriend. He's like, yeah, I beat the. He's a boxer. He's got a temper right. problem. Right. Why would you date a boxer? And then also, well, I've been watching like boxing stuff. Like there's this guy, there's this big match now where this guy, first Mexican heavyweight champion. Thank you. Have you heard of this, about this? No. His, his, so um, his last name's Ruiz, chubby guy. 
So he went against this guy, Anthony Joshua, who looks like a Greek god physically, and everyone thought Anthony Joshua was going to win, and then the Mexican guy beat him, and he should have. He beat the beat the guy, and now they're going to do a rematch in Saudi Arabia. I think it's coming up, but the first Mexican heavyweight, and I love the guy, and he's chubby. He's not... Well, I think boxing isn't, like, about being sculpted. I think it's about just, like, brutal strength and skill. Like, how quick can you move and Which I was surprised how how quick he moved with that big body. He's a big... It's like an alligator. He's like an alligator. He's a big, fat alligator. you see, by the way, that um, Tyler, our intern, sent us... Sent me a thing. It was like alligators can like spurt run like thirty to forty miles per hour at you and come after you. Mm -hmm. That's funny. And don't run in zigzags. That's a rumor. If you alligators don't run zigzag, you run straight and as fast as you can away. Yeah, they can run fast. Fuck. Well, if I die by an alligator, then you know, so be it. Well, I think we have to make this a short episode. We're making it a short episode. Record with uh, yes, our friend. Um, So when you hear this, maybe we'll do this one before you hear the one with Jessica. But maybe this time. Thank you guys for listening. Download, uh, click, and subscribe, like, and uh, uh, follow our inside the closet. Uh, podcast yes. page on Instagram and um, love us. Yeah, and send us messages, and we really appreciate you guys. 